Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Things Undone Podcast. I am your host, Granny She Is, and I am joined by my co-host and my special guest. My co-host is Jonathan J. Hawk Hawkins, and my special guest is my producer and CEO of I Am Well Media Group, Wayne Sutton. Welcome, y'all. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hype y'all yeah. up. Y'all almost caught me about to take a sip, and then and then all of a sudden I was live. I was like, "Oh my God, we live!" Let me get my best friend up here, my Ooh, best Mike. Yeah, I see that. My old faithful here. Mm. Gonna get get, mm. get him mm-hmm. in. I think I should name my mic. I have to figure out what I want to name it. You and that mm-hmm. mic seem to have a very personal relationship. Just very, very personal. Seem like it goes a little far beyond podcasting. Just. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just speak into the mic. Into the mic. That's it. That's it. We talk to the mic. See? Well, speak we have mic. an interesting show for you guys tonight. If you are joining live, either from I Am Woe Media Group's page or from the All Things Undone podcast Facebook group page, tonight we are talking about our main subject is younger men and older women. That's our first topic that we're going to be mm. discussing. We got a couple other ones too. I did. I had found something on someone else's page that said, for women who date married men, do they also pray for a a faithful spouse? It was kind of a hot topic. And uh, actually, I got some replies on a couple of uh, groups. We're going to talk about that. And lastly, Black folks that own businesses, and we love to support Black businesses. But we're going to talk about it because some of the Black businesses have terrible, horrible etiquette in customer service. Ooh, and we do want to our black but we're going to talk about that. And like the preachers say, if, if, if you can't say amen on somebody, say ouch. But whatever you do, stay tuned and then participate in the comments down below. Like, share, participate. Okay. Now, before we get started, we got a few of announcements to make. First and foremost, the I Am Woe Media Group is having an expo and kickback in Atlanta, Georgia on November 11, 11, 11, this Saturday, beginning at 5 p.m. Is that right? 1 p.m. Excuse me. 1 p.m. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. And it is a virtual event as well. So if you <laughs> Courage, welcome, Didi Leggett. Uh, 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 it is a cougar. This is a cougar. Forget oh, the cougar. Cougar. Didi, you kind of young. I don't know if you're a cougar. You might be a puma. That's okay. Y'all didn't something. see her comment on uh, the post we did about this. Didi said she got a, a young man. She got some we young men in her life. I put the right one in there. <laughs> I put the right, right one in there. All right, Didi. Well, here all we right. go. Don't forget, you guys. Y'all are going to join us, 11-11, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, you can attend live. If not, you're going to attend on virtually with us. The link is pinned in the I Am World Media Group Facebook page, and I'm going to also all right. pin it in All Things Undone as well. Jonathan is a real estate agent, and I'm going to pin his information too, just in case you all need any advice in the realm of real, real estate or life insurance or creating estates, okay? And for me, myself, I have 1-800-Resumes.com. Be looking out for that. I have books up and I have some resources on the atupodcast.com website for you guys to help with your healing journey. So all of those things are going to be linked. I'm going to put it in a separate post. 
But let's get into it. Thank you, Didi. She said Cougar reporting in. I haven't mm. seen the comment yet. Do you have the comment? Not yet. Oh, it's over on the page. I get it to you though. Don't worry about it. All right. I, Let me I tell y'all what started this conversation. Here you so, go. Matter of fact, she put it down. She dead is. My man is 12 years younger than me. What's the age to qualify as cougar? All right, she got AARP. I have AARP. <laughs> Here's the thing. You could get AARP now and not be 55. So just a little tidbit for you guys. And they have awesome discounts. But hey, we're going to dive into that. But this is what got me into this conversation. I had conversations with a few of my friend guys on several. Oh, okay, right. Well, I see. Okay. See All right, right Stella. I see, I see Stella's in here. She is a cub. Groove back. She is a cub. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here it is. This is what brought it. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome in, Natalie. We're so glad to have you. So this is what got me. I don't have AARP, but I have a military retirement. That works. And I yep. think 12 years age difference qualifies as cougardom. I think that's cougar status. Mm. But before we get to the cougar mm. status, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about some of our aunties and grandmas and uh, and mamas. Yes, mm. indeed. I had a friend tell me, a friend guy, he told me about this experience. Now, mind you, we're adults. At this time, I think we had this conversation mm. maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And we're well into our 40s. And he says, when I was 15 years old, uh, I was mowing a neighbor's yard. And she called me in the house to take a break because it was hot outside. That's very logical. It's hot. You need to come on mm-hmm. in here, get your drink of water, get your snack before you start the backyard or whatever. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. He goes in, he gets his snack and his water. He's sitting at the kitchen counter, minding his business. And the neighbor that he's mowing the yard for, the neighbor's wife comes in in her robe only. Mm. No clothes, right? She's He's 15. Mm. And of course, he said the first thing she does is like pull open her her um robe and was like have you ever seen anything like this oh why could that have been me so listen (laughs) he said he didn't know what to say so he didn't say nothing he just kept you know eating his snack and stuff no no wait hold on hold on for you for you respond now that's what he was doing said do you want to touch it that's right that's what he was doing like no i ain't never i ain't never I ain't never seen that. Do you want to touch him? Logically, I was like, well, what did you say? I was like, what the fuck? Yes. And he said, of course, he, he touched him. And then from there, it was it was like over. Um, but that was his first. That's rape, grooming, and unacceptable. Right. We, we getting to there. We getting there. We getting there. So I asked him. I was like, oh, my God, you didn't feel dirty. You didn't feel uh, you didn't you didn't feel away. He was like, no, as a matter of fact, I couldn't wait to go back to mow the yard again. Mm. So he looked at it as a rite of passage. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, if I had a son that age, I would feel a way about that. And here's the thing. Another, a separate friend guy told me the same thing. It was a church member. And they were on a church mm-hmm. trip. Oh it, oh, it goes down in the church. But I'm this ooh, 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 ooh. a teenage boy. Oh, it goes down in the church. So, oh, here's I'm the thing, though. Think about it. Is it a rite of passage? 
I and we're gonna we're gonna touch on it. Didi already put it out there. It is indeed pedophilia, but because the roles are reversed and it's a female as the aggressor, as the predator, and it's a male child that we say, oh, he's a man. This is a rite of passage. And believe it or not, this is gonna sound perverted to some of you, but I knew I know men who are men who are wealthy who actually pay prostitutes to break their son in. Mm-hmm. as a rite of passage mm-hmm. and so we look at that and say it's brutal but we're going to lighten it up because society American society has definitely made it uh, sensational start what where is that clip everybody knows Stifler's mom but if you don't we got yes. a clip just to remind you roll that, yes. roll that Stifler's clip. mom <laughs> Stifler's mom Stifler's mom is a goddess Stifler's mom? Yep. Shit. I cannot believe a fine woman like this produced a guy like Stifler. Dude! I took some MILF. The hell's that? M I L F. Mom, I'd like to fuck. Yeah! Dude. <laughs> uh, MILF, baby. MILF. <laughs> a MILF. We have a whole time for it now, and that's only a 20 second clip because I'm trying to stay under the radar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. get a copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, oh. we right there. So here's the thing. Women, we are going to say as mothers and women that it is it is pedophilia. It should not be a thing. But guys, got men, how do you all view that? Because it's a lot more common that we than we know. It's just not spoken of. So how do y'all? These guys have always had. I mean, it just depends. Like Stifler's mom has always been. As we're coming of age, we may see an older woman, and she's holding, and it's a fantasy. From I mean, case in point. Mm. Hey, Miss Parker, (laughs) when you gonna let me, Miss Parker? You know, Mr. Park ain't hitting that right. You know, it, see that part right there. So <laughs> it's 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 it can it can be a rite of passage. <sighs> but let's un let's unwrap this. Let's let's. Okay. This is an onion. It has layers to it. Okay, let's it talk has about layers. It. So yeah. let's talk about it. Wayne. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey. <laughs> Peace and God bless. He see, see, look, it's <laughs> so here's the um, thing. Is let me know. I'm a I'm a I'm a sip. You I, take so um how do I put this? Yeah, I can say it like this. Age ain't never really meant shit to boys. We mm-hmm. really it really has never mm-hmm. meant anything. To boys, young men, whatever. Um, it's it is kind of like a rite of passage because we all know the first time you do anything, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, do you really want to not know what like you're doing with somebody else who don't know what they're doing, or do you <laughs> are, are you ready to go to school? You you ready to get this practice in? You had to be taught how to play the game the right way. That's that's how we view it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um right. is it right? 
probably not. We ain't know no better. You grew up in our era. Pam Greer was the sh- mm. And you could oh, wait, tell wait, wait, wait. me different. Thelma from Good Times Thelma was the good. Thelma Bernie good Mac's wife. Is. Bernie Mac's yeah. wife. Bernie Mac's oh, on the TV Bernie Mac wife. TV yeah. wife. Got it. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. It's Stevie White. Uncle Bernie. Come on. And then, of course, I'm sorry, but the goddess herself, Felicia Rashad, just. Oh, yeah. I was Tone. just about to say, did anybody oh, yeah. have a thing for, for Mrs. Cosby? Oh, God. She was a lawyer. Lord. Lord, look, look. Felicia Rashad. Okay, so Sunday Fails on the uh, ATU podcast says a lot of guys lose their virginity to older women. Mm-hmm. I think that is the truth. I think a lot it of guys is. lose their virginity to older women. Now, Oh, Vanessa Williams. Yes, Lord. Vanessa Williams, that's another one. Very good. That's from uh, Welcome, Corey Bryce. Yeah, um, that's another one. Even thinking about sleeping with a 15-year-old as a grown woman is disturbing to say the least. It's disturbing for me. I'm with you. That's straight gag reflex. I need you to be of age, particularly. Speaking of gag reflex. um, Yeah. (laughs) I'm from from Hattiesburg. um, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Home of Southern Miss uh, Golden Eagles, you know, Southern Miss to the top, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, them freshman dorms, them young girls who come out from high school, they first year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look the part, that that's all that matters. What do you mean? I, you so I, I had an older cousin, like a five, six year gap between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <There it> is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, shout out Pulley Hall. Anyway, um, but I had an older cousin who would date an RA, you know, and he'd go up there to visit. Of course, my 14-year-old self is going with you going, I'm going too. Like that's how that's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh he'd go and kick it with her, but we could sit in the, the libraries and you just had to run it and you know, roll the dice, see what you know what what what, what come out, what's, what's shaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And them, them girls would know mm-hmm. 14, 15 years old. She ain't but 19, 18, 19 years old. Well, 18, 19 is young, but legally, like, and nobody's, we should be looking at a little closely, but jail. you can go, well, how can you go to jail if they're 18? And in, yeah. in the state of Mississippi, in the state of yeah. Mississippi, the legal age of consent is 15. 17. It was 15 at one time. It's 17 now? Mm-hmm. 17. 17. Mm-hmm. 17. You might be talking about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Gage. Anyway, I'm sorry. Strike that from the record. Strike that from the record. In the state of Mississippi, the legal age of consent is 17. In the state of Louisiana, I think it's 18. I don't know about other states. I'm like, I like picking on Florida because Florida, Florida is like an alien nation down there or something. But here's the you know thing. It's thing. It's been treated through the years as a rite of passage. And now we're living in a time where everything's politically correct. But back in the 70s and when I was a child in the 80s and we were latchkey kids and we were at the house by ourselves at 12 years old because our parents were working, um, it was it was literally, you know, suck it up, buttercup. Shit happens, life happens, things happen to you as a child. And they expected you, even though you were a child, to think like an adult. Nowadays, it's different. I can remember a song from the 80s. It's real popular. I need for all y'all to play that, roll that clip from Ready for the World. 
Uh, we do not own the rights to this oh, this music at that. all. We I just want to go ahead and make sure I put that out there. <laughs> too much to me. But you were just too damn old for me. All that really mattered was you were my girlfriend. That's all we could give y'all because we got to stay under that 20 second mark. <laughs> we do not own the rights to that song that is um, ready for the world. Yeah. And I don't know the production company, but that was the, that was the gist of it, right? Yep. Yes, that's great. So in all transparency, uh, right, I was in college. Mm-hmm. I had an older tutor. Okay. I, I'll put it that way, an older tutor. Beautiful older stateswoman that helped me. Gro- that helped. I say groom, but that's the word. Know, well, it's it not really groom. It's not really groom because I, I mean, I was what a sophomore, junior in college. You were groomed. Still being groomed. You were being groomed. Okay. Hey man, you know there's a difference between the whole and that. <laughs> yeah, no. She had to teach you slow fuck now. Yeah. Yeah. What you, you, know, you be, a pace, be a pace car, not a race car. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so it's um I mean, so when I look back at it, did it, you know, ain't hurt me. You know? Is that I learned something. Huh? That's ain't what I roll with. Did it change your perspective? This is the question for the two of you, since apparently both of you have had this experience. Did it change? Did it shape in any way your perception of women, older women versus younger women? Um, Well, we dated. It wasn't just. It wasn't. Oh, y'all dated. uh, Oh yeah, it wasn't just. You know, just beating it up. It was. We went out. Ain't gonna never be just beat it up. Dinner. You know, it was. Fun things we we dated. It was um, oh my god, she yeah. In, yeah, she kept in great shape. You couldn't, and thing with black women, you really can't tell their age. So, all right, you know hold when on. Grown, yeah, mm-hmm. the reason I didn't do uh, Ross, the reason I didn't do Keith Sweat because it's a man singing about a woman. You may be young, but you're ready. And in this case, I wanted to talk to the men about. You know, as you can see in Ready for the World, he said it never really mattered too much to me that you were just too damned old for me. Oh, I mm-hmm. prefer I'm older. I ain't nothing a younger man can do for her. Right. And it's a preference. I think it's coming down to preference. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's not. OK, so, Corey, thank you, Corey. Aaliyah and R. Kelly. Look at there. Remember, let's, let's touch on that for a minute. But I was dating a 29-year-old man freshman year at J- JSU. Yeah. Um, was, 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 was Tam getting groomed? Just was, was Tam getting groomed? Was who? Was Tam getting Tamara? Was Tamara being yeah, groomed? Was she being groomed? Uh, it, yeah, in a way, I was even groomed. I started dating my then-boyfriend. I was 14, and he was 20. And this it's a word we don't like to use, but we have all been groomed in some way. Yeah. <laughs> and what? now you just got a part of the toxic background or whatever, but I think it's been it's an it's an under, it's a not talked about but acceptable part of our culture. 
And so, honestly, so let's, it, let's talk it's about really that. been exposed. Aaliyah and R. Kelly. Let's let's touch on Aaliyah and R. Kelly for a minute. Now, this was before R. Before we really knew that R. Kelly was out here pissing on 13-year-olds. This is before that. We that was his brother. That nasty son of a bitch. No. I saw that video back in the day. That was <laughs> him. <laughs> hey, man, the funny thing in the world, well, I ain't going to say the funny thing, but the most coincidental thing in the world is that came out, but at the same time, and, and he was dealing with young girls, but then he called himself what? The Pied Piper. The Pied, the Pied freaking Piper. Mm. If y'all don't the know the story, know that go that look it up. Line. It's about a man who enticed children away from their mothers and fathers with music. So, yeah. Anyway, long story short, it was an illegal marriage, but everybody around him, not just R. Kelly, but it was other adults that were enabling them to be able to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. it didn't even become an outcry in the black community until the mainstream media was like, whoa. This very, very grown person has wifed a 14-year-old, but a 15-year-old, however she old she was. But here's again, it goes all the way back to Elvis marrying Priscilla when she was like 13 mm -hmm. or 14. It's it, right. it's it's on and on it goes. Kels had his bodyguard put his phone number in my 14-year-old cousin's phone in Atlanta. He nasty. I want her thank you, Tamara. There it is. We can't say it was his brother. We all know that R. Kelly is a pedophile. I'm sorry. He just it is what it is. He likes young gals. All right. We're going to touch on that in a minute. But here's the thing. We don't really make it a thing unless it becomes public. Like as long as it's happening in the communities. I mean, the mm -hmm. little small communities may talk about, you know, Sally Sue, you girl, you know, she messing with Shirley and son. Don't nobody say nothing. No, you know, but that kind of stuff. You now, ain't here, heard it from me. You know, you ain't heard it from me. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Remember that Mary Kay Letourneau? Mm. Mary Kay no. Letourneau. It's a she lot of teachers that's uh, yeah, second grade teacher to let me I gotta pull it up. Second grade teacher to uh what was that young man she married? Vili Falou Falau. Wait, 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 Falau. Wait, wait. She was a second grade teacher. Well, she was his she first met him when he was in second grade. She was his second mm. grade teacher, oh, and then they started having there. a sexual affair when he became 12 years old. She yeah, had two children by him. She ended up going to jail, serving time for statutory rape. The first time she got out, she immediately went to him, literally hadn't been out of jail two weeks, went to him. They hooked up again. There she is. And uh, rest her soul, y'all. She passed away in 2020. She lost her battle with a certain type of cancer. But this is mm. her. And um, she ended up having two kids for him doing seven years in prison being labeled a sex offender and they still got married when she got out of prison mm -hmm. they separated in 2017 she died in 2019 and amazingly even though they were separated when she was fighting her battle with cancer this young man came back and was by her bedside caring for her until she died sick ass and Vili is just now living life and their daughters are older than he was when they started very true. Uh, he is an adult now. He's fully living his life. And he requested that separation back in 2016. Mm. We got to look at his background. I ain't no telling what kind of background he had as a child because they no one ever delved into that with him. Yeah. But yeah, Why couldn't Billy you keep Stout, them apart? 
when you found out, why couldn't they be kept apart? How did she always find her way back then? He always found his way back to her, too. It wasn't just her. But I'm I saying, mean, I know why is it, it, was his parents not in his life or something? Was he in foster care or something? I, I, know, I don't know. I don't think he was foster care, but you know how it is in the hood. Sometimes you raise yourself. I, I grew up with people like that. Their parents were mm -hmm. really not present. Wow. For whatever reason. Yeah. So he was That's probably crazy. already raising himself. I, I just do want to do this though, real quick. Um mm -hmm. let's see here. So, like for instance, I know some people will say uh, you know, they don't they don't knock the whole R. Kelly thing. I still listen to him, yada yada yada. Mm -hmm. Hey man, that's cool, do your thing or whatever. You know, they say you can't separate the man from the you got to learn to separate the man from the music um here's the problem with that for me mm -hmm. um do y'all remember the cover of uh the Aaliyah album age ain't nothing but a number wasn't they on there dressed alike? Is that the cover? I can't remember. It was her in the forefront with the with the title sitting on the side. Oh, and he was in the background. He was in the background. Right. Mm -hmm. Letting it mm -hmm. be known what was going on. He was telling us <laughs> then what right. was happening. It was all in the music. Had the had the uh, girl singing about it. He was it, uh, you can't there. separate the man from yeah. the music. Back to Keith Sweaty. You may be young, but you're ready. I mean. He wasn't we, talking about 21 year old. Let's just be honest. <laughs> right, right. Just turned 18, yeah. probably. But see, we so, we have to figure out what the story is, man. But we know yeah. the story with Kales. And that's mm -hmm. the problem I have with him. Because I'm like, there is no separation. He there put it not. in the music. He told real life stories mm -hmm. of him dealing with a young he married that girl. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the most telling she? one was uh, Keep It in the Closet. Did anybody listen to that chapter for chapter? Oh, my mm -mm. God. I, I didn't he get was not that. making it a secret, right? It was like <laughs> right there for us. But we were just saying, oh, it's just music. We're just vibing. And honestly, I don't, unless R. Kelly plays in the club or unless he plays out on the radio, I don't hardly hear him on the radio anymore. I don't actively play him because now all I can think about is the story <laughs> of the young women who came out and told their their <laughs> stories? It's so when you in the kitchen by the butter over, rolls. Over by the over by the butter rolls. That's right. You said. I don't know what. I, I don't, I, I'm not I gonna. Sex in that. the kitchen over by the butter. You don't remember that? Over by the stove. Over by the stove. So, by the butter rolls. Up I'm on sorry, the tippy toes. That's when he was saying, girl, I'm ready to toss your salad. <laughs> <laughs> but look, hey, man, R. Kelly used to make this song, but he was like, what the hell? I listen, I don't, I don't even look, y'all. I don't even. What song was that? Uh, I, don't even, I don't even listen to him no more. Like, for real. I, just, I, I don't, I don't even know that song, y'all. So I, I honestly don't know. I'll send it to you. That is crazy. I, I is it Sex you. in the Kitchen? I don't know. I think it is. I'll send it over to you. But so now, let's, um, let's bring it back I'll to the women, this. though. Yeah, okay. that one was. I, I I say this. My experience. Um, I ain't gonna say no names or, or mm -hmm. locations. Please don't. Um, <laughs> I was nineteen. Um, 
and I had an adventurous summer, we'll say. Hmm. I had an adventurous summer, um, but it definitely was a, a, an experience. I learned uh, the importance of the 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 small things, the little things, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, paying attention to details, um, getting responses. These are things we didn't truly care about, you know, coming up at that age. Mm. Um, but I did with her. She was 37. How old were you? 19. Wow. That that's 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 quite the age gap right there. <laughs> Um, I had another friend girl from I mean friend girl, friend guy from my hometown. We were really, really close. And um, I think when he was about 18, I don't know, 17 or 18. And listen, y'all, I the the area I grew up in really was a kind of get it how you live. You know, our parents were working. I my mom got back in church when I was 14, so she kind of reined us in at that point. But before then, we were in the old projects, new projects, or Brignall. And those were like the three um, neighborhoods where anything went. And I can remember before she got back in church, it literally was get how you live. Like I could stay outside for as long as I wanted to. Like I could do what I wanted to. And it was just, they were so tired and working. They had be home when the streetlights are on, but our parents worked overnight. They worked in factories. Mm -hmm. So they don't know. Hello, how are you, Pam? Thank you for joining. Walmart Super Center. Yeah, Walmart, so Walmart distribution. Um, it was McLean all kind Southern. of right that part. That's where they were working at, right? Walmart distribution, McLean Southern. Mm -hmm. And so in those hoods, we didn't have a lot of supervision. Mm -mm. We didn't have supervision. And here's the thing: we didn't have a lot of money. So if we had a guy come in the neighborhood who, you know, he was he had money or whatever, we we kind of dated him. Well, my friend guy. His, he had the kind of mama that was like, by the time he turned 16, she was like, you a man now, why you ain't bringing money in the house? She expected him to go, you know, sell drugs and bring money up in her house because that's mm. just how it was. So during his escapades of, you know, in that lifestyle, he started dating an older woman. I mean, older, that lady was like 39, 40, he was like 17. Uh, and his nose was wide open, but he learned how to do all kinds of things that he would never have learned. How to, he would have never learned how to do with a young girl. And here's the thing. I remember him being like all the girls in high school wanted to get with him. Uh, and I ain't gonna say too much because then the people watching be like, I know who she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I almost think I almost think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, he was like he was popular, popular because like, he took them skills over there and brought them over here to the young girls. And they were like, oh, girl, you can do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So um I'm so glad I didn't learn at that age. Yeah, so he kind of learned so kind of kind of that's very early, right? And it's it's so gonna feel you. We just don't we really don't talk about it, like talking about it, unless it gets to the level of a Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alcina, although he was over 21, mm. that was her son's friend. And that boy was sick. That man, that young man was sick. He was going through some things. So people felt like she was predatory and she took advantage mm -hmm. of him. I think you know Wayne, you there, have that there was clip? a video for it. I couldn't get the video downloaded. Oh, um, okay. I don't know. They took the they took the thing away to be able to download it or something. But um I'll I'll break that part down. I guess you could say he said, imagine if you take the whole August Elsina situation between him and Jada mm -hmm. and you flip it to where it's the young girl. Who's mm -hmm. Willow's friend? Mm -hmm. And Willow brings her home and she meets Will. 
And this young girl who's sick, who has family issues, you know, going through a lot of things mentally, and, and, and her and Will develop a sexual relationship. He said, what would they have said? And immediately the women said, he's a predator. Right. He's a predator. So the double standard there is Jada got a whole talk show. She was going different interviews. Uh, mm-hmm. She she came up with a whole nother word with the entanglement. entanglement. Uh, everybody got a good laugh out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody called Jada a predator. Mm-hmm. Not she, one she, time. she was wrong for having sex with her, her, her son's friend, but that's about as wrong as it got. They didn't they didn't come at her the way that men have been attacked for doing things like that. So, and so wheel. there are some angry men out there who feel mm-hmm. it's a hell of a double standard. There are men sitting behind bars with this. This woman gets a whole talk show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they romanticized Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy and Billy's story too. They were saying that they were just born in different time zones and they were soulmates and you couldn't keep them apart because they were star-crossed lovers. Uh, now, in, if, in the case, if it would have been Will Smith, Will Smith would have been alongside Bill Cosby in a sale. Quick no man. doubt yep. about it. <laughs> like, yep. That's the thing. It's, it's, in that case, it's a double standard. I think that's one of the few areas women can get away with being a cougar. Women can get away with sleeping with younger men and really not be uh, called to task for it. Now, there's double double standards in other ways, like men can have many women and not be called a hoe, whereas women cannot go out and do the same. Women go out and sleep with a bunch of men, automatically her value is decreased. A man goes out and sleeps with a bunch of women, the value (laughs) increases. So it's like... (laughs) I saw plenty of outlets calling her a predator after August came forward. Yes, Good. people still kind of Woody call her Allen. She Good. wasn't Woody um, Allen. Uh-huh. That was with his stepdaughter. Didn't he marry his stepdaughter? Nasty oh, son yeah. of oh, a bitch. Oh my God, he did. He did. Yeah, Woody Allen did that. Mm-hmm. He did. And let's Absolutely. bring it a little closer to home. Morgan Freeman married his That's not true. That wasn't true? true. Okay. Okay. That's not true. straight because they had that all over the what? news about three or four years ago. Wait a minute, Harvey, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's Harvey, wrong with Meg Thee Stallion? Meg Thee Stallion? Now, you know, I don't know. You'd uh, have to explain that one. I don't know anything about um, the man who did Rosemary Baby. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, Martin, Squ- Martin Scorsese. Uh, he ended up um, he ended up moving to France or somewhere to avoid prosecution because um, he was accused of raping a 13-year-old actress. Carl Martin Malone. Um, yeah, so that was that one. Yeah, he I forgot about him, but it NBA goes on. NBA Hall of Famer Carl Malone. Yep. What did he do now, Carl Malone? Um, I believe um, either when he was leaving the NBA, I mean, leaving college, going to the NBA, something like that, he had sex with a 16 or 17-year-old girl, got her pregnant and everything. Yeah. That's no, right. I didn't because, know about that. Because he didn't, uh, he didn't want, he didn't want to deal with the with the daughter, because she came forward years later. He didn't want, he didn't have anything. That he paid money, yeah, but he, didn't, paid, but he kept her at arms. Like, yeah. Oh, that is terrible. I didn't even know that. I want to circle back to something Corey said earlier. It is perpetuated in the media. He said video games, video games, and how. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this perpetuated in video games. It's also per perpetuated in romance novels. I used to read a crap ton of romance novels and I can't say it's, that's the running theme. It's either really older women and younger guys or it's really older guys. And the girls are always young, always. And those books sell, 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 you know, so. I so think let's, let's talk about the physiology of it. Let's talk about that for a moment. Let's go ahead. Can, can we dive into that? Yes. So, so when we talk mommy about and daddy libido, well, no, well, it's the libido. It's so um, women peak at a later age they sexually do. than men do. Mm -hmm. okay? So we start early and then our decline begins to happen as women begin to hit their peak, God just has that that sense of humor, right? Not only that, not only that. So let's let's be real about this, mm -hmm. right? And I've had to tell women who have, and I'm sure women who have sons that know this. Like if you were saying, you, you found it out the hard way. Your boy, your son, mm -hmm. uh, has grown man parts. They usually they they'll start kicking in around ten. 11 years old like he's a boy in front of you you see little boy mm -hmm. but in his pants he has a grown man too okay in the case of mary Kay and and, and letourneau then i mean uh mm -hmm. and billy mm -hmm. okay so yeah uh, so and i mean it'll come at different yeah. rate but that's that's how early it can happen because it happens uh early and often at those young ages there's some women who prey on that but yep. there those women are predators and that is the double standard it's downplayed they don't and, and the young men who are like now if they're younger if they're that age like in the case of Vili, who was 12 years old hello whitney how are you welcome 12 years old and his teacher started having sexual relations with him he was freaking 12. now when they showed the picture of him which that shouldn't have happened because he was a minor. Absolutely. But here's right. the thing. He was a person of color. And yep. they really do not give us that same respect as if, if, if he had been a young white boy, we probably would have never saw his face. It would have been blurred out. But because, hello, Anthony, welcome. Because he was a, a, a person of color, a Latino, they didn't even care. Um, Big as day. They put him out there, and I think the, the media spin on it was like he was some kind of savage, not deserving of justice, because obviously black people and brown people come out fully grown adults. I yeah, they speak adultify to the, the boys of color. That's it. Thank you, Tamara. They adultify the boys of color. Go will ahead. You, you, I want to speak to her. So when I went to Jackson State, right, mm -hmm. big up J, JSU, <laughs> I took this class. <laughs> I took this class. Uh, it it was it was my master's class, and it had everything to do with uh, diving into and understanding black literature from the standpoint of sexuality. Mm -hmm. We dove into how sex roles are forced upon children by adults, and not allowing them to actually develop naturally. It's even so far as the old uncles sitting the baby girls on their knee and and rocking them to, like we said, the rite of passage where how many women do you have? How many older women do you have? Or you have an older woman that's going to teach you the ropes. Okay. So that 
So that speaks to what she's saying, the adultified boys of color. That's been a part of our culture, wrong or right, for a while. And it's also displayed in literature. Yes. And, um, you know, when we have time, we can dive into some of that literature. I'll put it up that we went through and actually it opened my eyes. I had no idea how we're, how that's just being pressed upon. Mm-hmm. Young girls, young boys, and it's acceptable in our culture. Mm-hmm. So I want to speak to that. And uh, Tamara, absolutely right. Uh, yeah, although, yeah. yep, boys of color have to be men earlier. Very true. We, ha- we have to grow up faster. And um, they're not allowed to be young boys. And we kind of touched on that last week a little bit or, or the week before that. And we were talking about how we, especially in single family homes, black homes, if there's a, a young boy there, if he's six or seven, they tell him from that age on, you know, you're the man of the house now, you know? And so, like you said, they're, they're, that role is forced upon them. And another thing I want to touch on while we are having this conversation, I, I didn't do this to my children because it was done to me. And I understand that my parents and my aunties and stuff did not realize that they were doing that. If I'm 12 and I'm playing with a baby doll, don't tell me I'm too old to play with a baby doll. Don't make comments to young girls like, oh, you were born with a moneymaker. You know, go out. Why are you, why are you doing X, Y, and Z? Uh, hurry up and, you know, I can't wait till y'all grow up and get 18 and move up out of here. You know, the mm-hmm. things we are subconsciously putting on our children. And the other thing too, little girls, we like looking pretty. If it's the summertime, we like wearing swimming suits or shorts and halter tops. That's just how kids dress. Little bitty kids. I'm talking about, you know, how your parents dress you. I can remember my daughter, my youngest was, she had to be four or five. And she saw a swimsuit she liked in Walmart. And she, and I bought it for her, but it was the swimsuit with the cutout belly. Like her belly was exposed. And I had her one of them little bitty, you know, little turtle pools or whatever. And I remember someone made the comment, oh, look at your daughter being fast with her belly out. It took everything in me not to punch that lady in her mouth. And it was someone that I had considered a friend. And I stopped and I said to her, don't sexualize my child. She is a child. She does not understand that term that you are using. I don't do that to my children. I'm not going to allow you to do that to my children. That woman was offended. To this day, she don't speak to me. And I personally do not care because you. she didn't even understand in that small context. You are placing a sexual image on my daughter that she does. She's not aware of. She's a four year old. She liked that swimming suit. I picked it out. She doesn't know anything about what you're saying fast and all this. She doesn't know that. Okay, so Didi says the reason it's acceptable in our culture is because Black people hinge all of their decisions on what feels good. Doing shit that feels good is the reason we are, are the low man on the totem pole of society now. And I think that goes that goes so much deeper into, ooh, um, that would take a whole nother show to delve into the psyche of that. Oh, yeah. Now, I want so much further. I yeah. want to throw one more thing out because this is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hear you, Didi, and I want to raise you this. I went to the Dominican Republic, the Dominican Republic not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And while I was there enjoying myself, I noticed there was this young, fit, Black guy couldn't have been no more than 25, 26. 
-hmm. and his companion was from either Australia or or Great Britain. This much older had to be 55, 60 years old white woman. She comes there about three or four times a year and she has so much fun there that she goes back and lives her life. Well, that's and also so, happening in Guyana too. Uh, it's happening in in Guyana, South America, and mm -hmm. a lot of different African culture countries mm -hmm. is happening as well. For the children, boys and girls, but this guy was a young man. And so since we're talking about that, the dynamics of older women and younger men, it's is this also political? It has to do with resources because she had mm -hmm. a lot of resources and he didn't, right? So in this aspect, is it really for him? This mm -hmm. is his way of working, you know, because he didn't have resources. There's not that many jobs and ways to, you know, to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, there's not a lot of forward mobility in the Dominican Republic, not for the, not for people who live there. Mm -hmm. Tourism is there. Good Tourism is their main <laughs> source of income. Okay, we're going to touch on that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, she says, because our girls are accused of being fast, a temptation to men, like men are savages that cannot control themselves. We are literally doing a show about women who have the same issue. There are people, it is a sickness. It's a sickness. Um. You know how a lot of people have uh, demons that they don't deal with? Mm -hmm. um, have a lot of trauma that they don't deal with? Um, there are things that have happened to a lot of us, men and women. And sometimes it comes out in acting upon other children. And they don't know, they can't tell that it's wrong because it happened to them mm -hmm. and it happened to their cousin. And so this is, you know, and, but I don't, I don't want us to generalize and say, this is predominantly a male thing. We just usually tend to be the ones that get caught because we leave behind the evidence, <laughs> but it, it's a people, like we have some sick people in this world mm -hmm. and, 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 but it, it's really going to take us diving back into what the hell happened to us as kids? Right. I had an experience with a young lady and she had trauma from her childhood, mm -hmm. but she never told me. And so later on in the relationship, it came out. And because I didn't respond the way she wanted me to, she thought that was the reason I didn't want to be with her. I said, no, you took my choice away from me. What she didn't know is I've actually dated quite a few young ladies who've been molested, right, at a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. um, but you felt like you had to sneak and hide that from me. So therefore, I don't know how to handle you. I will make terrible mistakes because you kept that kind of secret from me. You know, and so bottom line, I encourage any and everyone who's ever had a traumatic experience in their childhood or oh, really just at any point in life, but especially in your childhood, 
you haven't had a sexual experience, a traumatic experience where an adult family member, and it happens a lot in the black community as well, yeah. um, family member, family friend, whomever has touched you, molested you, or taken it all the way there, there wasn't shit about that that was normal. And just because it's 20, 30, 40 years later doesn't mean you still okay. You've just managed it to make it this far in life. You still right. need to go talk to somebody about that. Mm. You still need to go talk to somebody about that. I see mothers, they scared to leave their children with other people. Right. You shouldn't be hesitant to, but because something happened to you, I can't leave my, uh-uh, nope. They might try well, to do, and that's a horrible thing to put on somebody else. You're going to place your trauma on somebody else who don't deserve it. That's painful. It's well, very painful. You know what? It might not mm -hmm. even be that they are, it, it might not even be that it happened to them, but possibly in today's society, you know, so for instance, my son, who just walked in here a few moments ago, I had to talk to him real quickly, um, was, he was on the spectrum, he was on the spectrum, he is on the spectrum, and he has, communication has been a challenge for him, mm -hmm. you wouldn't know it today, but it was a challenge for him, he was nonverbal for a portion of his life and him mm -hmm. not being able to tell me what's going on. If someone did something to me, you know, it was, it, it, it made it very difficult for me to trust other people with him. Right. Because he couldn't tell me or he couldn't tell them if he needed something, you know? Right. So that is that portion of it. Right. So it might not be that, but I do understand because um, I've had a partner before in the past who it was her own daddy her own father well here let me bring us back let me bring us back uh to what we're talking about because yeah i'm sorry I know that, that women it happens to women it happens to men too but here's the thing it's more resources available readily available for women in the situation Men, on the other hand, don't quite have the same outlet. And I'm going to throw this out here. It is tagged in um, the I Am Woke Facebook, I Am Woke, um, All Things Undone Facebook page. It's also on atupodcast.com. It is a website. It's called findhelp.org, literally, mm -hmm. F-I-N-D-O-R-G dot, um, yeah, findhelp.org. You put your zip code in it. And it will produce you resources in your area that can help you if you have gone through any of these things uh, that you have not told a soul. You've just gone through life. You've suppressed it because you hadn't healed from it, especially as a child. We don't know how to. We just find ways to transmute it so we can we can find meaning in it and move forward as a child. Nine times out of ten, we end up blaming ourselves. We end up lowering our values. We don't know our worth. We start caring for other people at nausea. Men do this too. I've seen men do the same thing. They give and they give and they give and they give and they give because they, they think they're going to make amends for this thing that happened to them as a child that they're still blaming themselves for because they never got help for. And they were scared to tell because they knew that parents were going to say, it's your fault. You're a young man. Why did you let this happen to you? We just had a friend not too long ago take his own life. And that that just bothers me so bad still. He he didn't, he felt like he didn't have a way out. I know it just had to be that. You know, he's carrying all this. He's the man of the house and, and it doesn't matter what you went through in the past, blah, 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 blah. Suck it up, buttercup. 
we don't have, we don't talk about it enough. This whole thing with women taking advantage, and we're going to take a break and switch gears because I do want to get on cougars. Cougars are a little different because we are dealing with people that's of age. But for these mm-hmm. ones who who are who are messing around with people's children when they are 14, 15, 16, and 17 year old years old. And although the boy may say, oh my goodness, that's amazing. It's not that woman is preying on you. It's still emotional manipulation that we are not addressing. Um, I'm going to use a fictional character because it's just safer. Christian Grey, 50 Shades of Grey. People love that series, but the backstory is his mom's friend turned that young man into her submissive. And she was the dominant when he was 15 years old. He developed this weird ass kink for masochistic type of sex. That's all he could get off on. It changed his perspective of what a normal relationship should have been like with a girl his age. All throughout that series, up until the third book, that woman followed him in the shadows, still tried to emotionally manipulate him. They even owned a business together uh, in that book. And I'm like, oh my goodness, is anybody is anybody really paying attention to the backstory? Not just him and Anastasia, because he put that girl through so much trauma because of all the stuff he hadn't dealt with. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's a fictional character, and he grew up to be stupid rich, but emotionally, he was unavailable up until he met this girl and fell in love. He had all kinds of trauma. It was just all kinds of messed up. That happens in real life to men. Your, your, your mom's friend, your church member. It's some women in the town that I spent most of my life in. It's not my hometown, but I spent 25 years. I cannot talk to those women because I know from some of the guys that I am friends with, that I've become friends with through the years, what they did to them when they were teenagers. And it's not just one particular church member. It is. It will blow your mind for the people in these areas. If you knew some of the women that literally will snatch their wig off and praise God to the last drop of sweat, run down their breath. Perverts. Mm. <laughs> mm. It may be a rite of passage, but at the end of the day, we got to start holding women to that same level that we hold men. Cause it does disrupt whether you think about it or not. I promise you, if you go to therapy and, and unpack all that, you will see, how it it did shape your perspective of women in some way. And same thing with women who go through that. I'm still working. Healing is a continual journey. I was, oh my goodness. I'm still working through my own stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. just working through it. But we're going to change gears. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to touch on cougars and cubs. Mm. We're going to bring it up to age. We're going to bring it up to age of consent after this break. Yes, age of consent.
I'm jamming over here. Okay. First of all, I love the Avengers. Assemble. Yes. I am World Media Group. You just saw the whole lineup of shows. Make sure you download the BWNC radio app today. It's free. Black with no chasers. And also be prepared to attend the Cocktails and Connections sponsored by I Am World Media Group on 11-11 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to also be online, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Plan to attend that. Now, I said we were going to switch gears. We're going to switch gears because at the end of the day, to answer the question, is it a rite of passage? We treat it that way. Cultural norms and society treats it that way. But at the end of the day, if you are a female having relations with someone under the age of consent, you are a predator. You need to be prosecuted. And this is not me passing judgment. This is the law. But you also need to go get of some help because you have an issue. Mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge have... them real quick. Yeah. Because we did see that. I want to acknowledge Tam on this one. Uh, she said they had to confront issues in therapy. Harbored so much rage and hid behind my tomboyish image. So I was one of the guys about tw- I was one of the guys for about 20 years. Sexual trauma really made me build up a wall. And I want to say blessings to you uh, for being able to face that, for being able to deal with that. Um, I can only imagine, um, because I know what I experienced, I was 19, I'm grown, cool, but even hindsight now, when I think about it, I have a son, what I want, it's, it's the hurry up process. I wouldn't want that for anybody. Mm -hmm. Like you should, you deserve to be able to figure this thing out, your sexual journey with someone of your own age. (laughs) You know, and learn your do's and don'ts together, but not take the hurry up process. I don't know, man. It just I learned the hard way, but I like I said, I'm proud of you. Um, congratulations mm-hmm. to you, and I definitely hope you are an encouragement to others to deal with mm-hmm. your shit. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Thank you, Tam, for sharing because that definitely will help someone else. And again, if you do want to get therapy and start unpacking your stuff for help. Uh, get uh, excuse me findhelp.org we have some other resources on the page there are all types of other things out here available I do want to make this announcement if you are in the St. Tammany Washington Parish or Tangipahoa area the um, Louisiana Department of Health Services offers three months of free counseling if you reside in St. Tammany Washington Parish or Tangipahoa Parish you can go into any health unit Ask them, ask them about it. If you don't want to go in personally, you can call them on the phone and they'll give you this information and tell you how to get in touch with someone. Also, if you all are working, you have full-time or part-time jobs, look into your employee assistance program. It doesn't matter if you have medical insurance or not. Everyone is uh, has access to the employee assistance program. It starts on the first day of hire. Most jobs will allow you to get therapy sessions, anywhere from three to six sessions, depending on your job. Take advantage of that. At least it's an opening for you to begin to unpack this. In the Black community, we have to get away from saying we don't need talk therapy. We don't need help in moving past our trauma. Yes, we do. Okay. And I know we need God and we need Jesus. I get it. But you need a professional to help you get through what you need to get through. Okay. And um, great resources. Great resources. Thank you. Do that. Mm-hmm. 
Huh, now we're about to talk about the grown up, grown ups, the grown up, grown ups. Okay, we talked about Guyana in um, Dominican Republic, where the young men over there see it as a job, where these rich people from the UK or and sometimes America, these mm-hmm. older women, 50, 60, 90, 60s, 70s, 80s, they have the money and the resources to go over there and, and get them some play toys, mm-hmm. you know, exchange for. Now, over here in America, we we cougars, so we're not about to fund your lifestyle. That's the difference between a cougar and a sugar mama. Those women that's going to Guyana and Panama, they are sugar mamas. Good old sex tourism. That's exactly what that is. And I watched a documentary on YouTube. Those women are... Mm, okay. I would, I would, I'd have to be like Eddie Murphy on Boomerang. He's a little yeah. bit darker up in him. Just a little bit darker. Oh yeah, they hurt. <laughs> they are hurting. Oh lord, they hurt. The man, the men take it seriously, and these are young men too, like early twenty. They are young because they don't have, as Jonathan said, opportunities. So I don't want to touch on that. Just know that is sugar mama. Let's sugar mama's fun your lifestyle. Sugar daddy. Sugar mama's fun fun a PlayStation and the hot meal. Mm-hmm. Passport PS five okay. and the hot meal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about these cougars because we're not fun in your lifestyle. Yeah, I said we. We not. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl got about. Uh, look, she granny, got about PS five. This Christmas. Granny, you, uh, I got about PS. <laughs> you got about PS five. Look, cause cause that young boy got that microphone right there in front of him. Listen, I bought. I bought. That was last year. I ain't buying nothing this year. I'm taking a high eight. I ain't buying no gifts. <laughs> <laughs> for nobody. Okay, ladies. You ain't stuffing no stockings. I ain't stuffing no stockings. I am not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break. But yeah, I'm not funding your lifestyle. And the minute I feel like me and my position, if you younger than me, uh, the minute I feel like you think I am, then I'm offended because I'm not your sugar mama. Like, you got me twisted. <laughs> like, you can't get a meal over here. You can't get no Jordans over here. Boy, what I'm trying to put do. that Jody on you. You gonna that's get it, in that's there? All. Fix that's all. Fix the tangles. That's it. You go on back to the house now. It's that's you so good. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What do these older women see in these younger men? What do you think? energy? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And then you do Extended have big hours. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the, old, the older man you. let you know, bro. You got you got seven minutes. <laughs> you got seven good minutes. Now here, listen, listen, ladies. If you That's are in the market, if you are looking for a husband, though, like if you she she said not even a meal, not even baby, not even a meal. Because listen, now I'm not in the market for a a spouse, and I'm not out here fearlessly giving my energy out. Let me just put that out there real quick. Um, when I deal with a person, I deal with that person. I've learned, like, you can't be spreading your energy thin, you know. So right now, I'm taking a little break. It's just me and my own personal energy and, you know, my lovely mic right here. It's the only mic in my life right now. It's the only one. Um, but here's the thing. I am not looking for a commitment at this point. So a younger guy would, would, would satisfy what I'm looking for, right? Now, if you are looking to be someone's wife, I just started a series about being a wife one-on-one. 
that I give you some tips on on like what to do to be to to prepare to be a wife. Okay, don't be a cougar if you're trying to be somebody's wife. Um, mm -hmm. that's a different story for a different day. But yeah, but maybe you can. I mean, I, I'm 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 41 and I I I do very well for 41. You're uh, not you're, you're not old. But, but I'm not I'm not competing against no goddamn 22 year old. I won't. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I think there's an age limit. If there that's, should be if that's just what you after, baby, go ahead. Do you? You ain't finna kill me. I think there should be an age limit. Well, you set your own age limit. I have an age limit. Like it's, I'm not gonna go to your know, 30 is the age limit. That's the but our, our sexual we like we said we we peak we mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. we yeah, hit the ground right. running really early. Mm -hmm. But you know what happens is by the time we get to about 35, 40, men and women start to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh I don't know. I've always said this. I've always said this. And I'm gonna be real. Anybody who told me, if you ain't 40 yet, ladies, if you ain't 40 yet, get ready. Mm -hmm. That pussy finna betray you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't got no off switch. <laughs> and be rolling, she be ready. You be at work trying to take notes and get prepared for me. You got caught up. She's like, hey. Hey, remember Brian? No, no, you. I know you tried to forget him, but I'm. I'm here to tell you. Remember, Brian? he looked like that mic right there. It's gonna always be on. It never fails. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Round seventeen. Brian's oh like, hey. my goodness! Right, she right, just, right. Like, seventeen straight. She should be good, right? Mm -hmm. She's just getting revved up, my boy. And in the words of Cheryl Underwood, she was like, and when you hit 50, it goes into overdrive. So it doesn't go down. Thank you, Gigi. Mm. It doesn't go down. Yeah, you know, it goes as you get as you mature and get older, it, it goes up. And I think when on that on the documentary I was watching with the old the women who were going to like Guyana and stuff, they were saying the guys their age cannot keep up with them. See and these were women, a lot of them, believe it or not, are pretty active. Like they're still, they're like, they're exercising a little bit. They got saved money in the bank, you know, so they she got a little hip replacement already. Got that, right. She got a little pep in her step now. She mm -hmm. want to go out and party and have a good time. And nine times out of 10, the men in their age group want to relax now. They don't want to do all that. They want to be at home fishing. watching the game, go fishing, you know, sit around so with got, the boys, bobbing the high blood pressure. You want know, to watch the Andy Griffith <laughs> show. Can't keep up with it. Out of breath. Yeah, uh-uh. You're not trying to do all that extra. Now, you have young women who say that's what they're looking for. I want me an older man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, Mike Epps said this. I, I heard okay. him say it before. He said that. Oh, that's gorgeous. You know, so, he your fetish for older men. So, my fetish is for older men. I see you. So, he said that. If I tell mm -hmm. all these young boys Use your dick as often as possible because one day it's gonna die before you do. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna die before you do. Oh my god. How y'all think y'all gonna handle that? <laughs> you gotta take me, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, now they got Viagra and, 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 and blue chews and everything else. Uh, we're not promoting because we're not getting paid from either one of them. Hey man, I'm not but, jumping out, but take nothing that's gonna put me at risk of a heart attack. I'm all... 
I'm good. Mm -mm. Well, look, an older lady said that because she was like somebody, I forget, they was asking the old lady the years ago. <laughs> the appreciation for men men's testicles um i ain't gonna say it's a fetish but you know they get a little extra something out of it you know <laughs> but then there's some other ones who just stay they, they want to stay away from them mm. like right now here's the thing though we can't say at this point that our face ain't been down close enough to examine you know what's I mean, it's some women they don't like it why they face down there if they don't like it <laughs> Oh, Drano. <laughs> you looking at the she wrong said as long as they smooth. You looking at the Want you woman to go down on you? Stop trying to. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a, you ever seen a line without a man? Shut up. Shut up. Shut you <laughs> Matter of fact, make sure you're cleaning all your parts. Hygiene is important. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress enough. Hygiene is very important. Man. It is very, very important. And if you at this age do not know how to properly clean all parts of yourself down there, including inside and outside of your anus parts, you don't deserve. For no woman to have her face down there. And for the women, I know ain't no woman on my podcast is even like this. So I'm preaching to the choir because I already know we cleaner than Rare. the world of hell. I have heard some men say smooth as it is. They don't like to do that because, you know, they think some people, I think some men think like maybe the JJ ain't as pretty or whatever. I don't know. What y'all think, fellas? You want to go first? <laughs> we, we had already talked about look, it. Man, look, you know look, me. I look, so look, I keep look. I keep it short and sweet with this. I'm a grown man. Uh mm -hmm. hair will never stop me from doing what I need to do. However, if I had a preference, you know, like ladies with y'all height preference and everything, if I have a mm -hmm. preference, runway. when you go to a restaurant, what happened when you get hair in your food? You tell them take it back, don't you? Oh no, it's over. Yeah, we not eating I, shit. I don't like hair mm -hmm. in my food. Now I'm a grown mm -hmm. man and I know how to I work with it. But if I have a preference, I don't like hair in my food. I couldn't. I understand. You a snack no. with hair? Without like hair, you a whole food. buffet. Oh my goodness! Speaking of, I have a personal question. I've been debating this for a while. I have not done it, but I plan on doing this. Oh my god! Sometimes you gotta go through the forest. <laughs> you get to the you tree. Chop them damn trees down. 
in the forest. I've been thinking about, like, I haven't done this, but it's on my bucket list of things to do to get waxed. The whole Brazilian thing, the whole thing. Hell yeah. Okay, but smell wood. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. I'm just saying, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to just do a Brazilian one day. Do that. Um, from my understanding, the hair grows back slower. It does. At least I've heard. Slower. I've got like when I get my chin and my eyebrows waxed, right? You love it. I have not even started. There's yet. a place here called the Pretty Kitty. The Pretty Kitty, mm-hmm. where it goes down to Pretty Kitty. Okay, so they're getting waxed. I'm gonna have to get on this. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all this is a fear of mine. That's a fear. I had. What's a fear? Getting waxed because you got to toot your ass up to get your ass waxed. You know what else you got to toot your ass up to do? And I promise you, that's a lot more painful. It does bring pleasure, but it's a whole lot of pain. (laughs) No, I'm I'm waiting for you to go ahead and articulate that. No, I'm just saying, you know what else you got to toot your ass up in there to do? (laughs) You heard about a strip of wax? I shave. I just had them waxed, sir. I'm just saying. Look, she yeah. said, you sure when your girl be looking pretty, you gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> so it's baby, well, I, I done had hair. Okay. I am definitely gonna get that done. I ain't even worried about it right now, because like I said, who who I'm gonna do it for now myself, just to be like looking in the mirror, edit myself. Go practice. And so, you know, go, go explore. Just go. Be free. Go be free. All the go tips is right free. here. I see it goes rather quickly. No ass tooting. What's no ass tooting? You just you ain't gonna toot your ass up in there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good right now. I'm not, but you I tell you what, I'm I'm gonna have to put that on my list. I'm gonna put that on my list of things to do. So yeah, all for that surgery. We got one more subject we're gonna talk about tonight before we close. Where do you get? Where do you no, go to no, get your back no, waxed? No, no. Back waxed. Getting their backs waxed. I don't know, man. I'll tell you this. I, I do have a preference. I don't like super hairy men. Also, yourself go yourself, girl. You got to be ready so you never have to get ready. Okay, Shamu. You gotta get ready. Yeah. Backs. No, Shamu said no backs. No backs. Uh-uh. One let you don't have to turn over. What you mean you don't have to turn over? They gonna toot your legs up. Put the leg back. Apply a little pressure. Let me get that. Really? Plate. Y'all look. Y'all drop me some 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 suggestions for where I should go in in the comments because I'm I'm gonna go ahead. And in your it. area, I don't know, but if you were Drina might know she area. she she around your in my area. area, Jonathan. They in my area. They can tell me where to okay, go. Okay, they can tell you. But if you're ever in uh-huh. Dallas, I got three I can send you to. Jen said no hairy balls. Arbex, listen, get it together, guys. You sound like y'all need to go wax too. See right there. Oh, the right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna put it on the list. Okay. One more one more subject. We gotta get on our black on our black businesses. As a kind of sewer. We love <laughs> to support our black businesses. We do. We love supporting black restaurants. Black restaurants got the best food in the world, hands mm. down. However, Bella Brasilia and Metairie, thank you. Just sit right there. I'm about to knock over my big mic. Y'all better watch out. I can't be knocking my friend over. Mm, she gonna come in here free as a whistle. That's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Bella Brazilian and Metairie. I got. I and look, I ain't gonna lie to you. You might need a panty liner. 
I need a panty liner. Man. But what? That thing likes being clean. That clean, it's a lot of smoothness and friction going on once you get that thing stripped down. Get the thing gets excited. Okay. Look, Charmette said yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we back to the businesses. Thank you, Jen. Black businesses. We love them. We switching yeah. gears. We getting we getting off our little our little sex capades here. Our little hiatus. He said it ain't lying. He it, he ain't lying. He ain't lying about the smooth. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to put it on the list of things to do. I might get addicted to that. Bombshell and Mandeville. I am in Mandeville. Yes. Hold on, yeah. You ain't gotta travel too far. Down the street, probably. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We love the food, but the service. The service. <sighs> No, Ross. Time to go to mm. No, sir. No, Ross. No, sir. Come on now. You earlier in the chat. Now you on the chat. Ross. <laughs> Boss. We had Boss. an earlier chat. We had a chat for the Iron World Media Group. And Ross is like, he um he took the business chat and went elsewhere yeah. with it, man. He's on the fifth we, element. We, we get it back right <laughs> We get it back right now. Yeah, it, it's fine. Well, listen, we love the food or we love the service. The products are usually really good. If it's body butter to food to barbecue to whatever we're doing, black people are magic. The stuff yeah. we put together and make the products, the food, whatever it is, phenomenal. Sometimes our attitudes and our etiquette when we are dealing with one another is atrocious when we go into black restaurants. And it's like, some of the black businesses feel like they're entitled to our business because we're black mm -hmm. and they are black, but they don't want to give us the respect that I would get if I'm walking into, say, a Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A ain't even got good food to me. I don't like Chick-fil-A food. Y'all know why I go? For the customer service. Right, Chick-fil-A, even when they you get said. it wrong, they get it right. When they get Man, it wrong, look, they get it right. Those salads I go know. hard, though, especially that cop salad, so. And apparently to make the cheese too. But here's here's the point of this. I need for black businesses to really put more effort into their customer service, into their etiquette, into showing appreciation for their customers. Even if you have a customer that comes in there that is rude, that is mean, you don't give that same energy back to that customer. Mm. How you know do you what expect you know to what grow happens? your I'm business? Gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say that. See, so. I'm a man who has over 20 years worth of customer service experience, different mm -hmm. variations of it. But there are a lot of people in our community who deem customer service jobs as low jobs. You know, it's mm -hmm. you know, they don't they don't view it as something that should be considered respectable or whatever. Thing is, and some of them mean even in high school, they was dodging customer service jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, I ain't do that like they too good for it. So then later on in life, they learn how to do stuff. You know, learn how to cook. And they, some of the friends, hype up family members. Hype, hey, man, you should serve it. Here's the problem. You mm -hmm. got the product. You don't know how to treat people. You never learn cu customer service. Now, you would think it would be common sense to treat others as you would like them to treat you and whatever, whatever. But really, when you're in business, your customers are the only way you're going to make a profit. <laughs> you're not turning profit just because your food look good. You need people to buy it consistently, yeah, sure. repeatedly. 
That's where your money is. And if you don't know how to treat folk, when people tell you something is wrong and you don't know how to take uh, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. man, you're going to blow your business quick. Quick. I'm so Stop glad hiring you your family that. and friends. I'm so glad you said that. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's get into it. So Keith Lee, TikToker, uh, social media maverick. Mm-hmm. He's a great critic, right, of foods. Stopped in Atlanta, went to this place called The Real Milk and Honey. So there's there's apparently two two restaurants, one called Milk and Honey, the other called The Real Milk and Honey. Go figure. He stopped in The Real Milk and Honey, doesn't mm. have a great experience, writes a review. And instead of actually talk you're talking to them this is you know the the owners of the real milk and honey they shot a response video they shot Mm. a response video Mm -hmm. and it was crass so i think i sent it to you grand you did i just popped i just got it i don't think we'll have enough time to like pull it up Mm because you have to prep it to pull it up so right so we'll post it later yeah we'll post it later and um it was it was basically the father and his two daughters, the owners. Mm-hmm. And one daughter's like, Have you read this review from Keith Lee? And they're looking, they're all rich. They're sitting there looking all rich and fabulous. And the father's like, Who's Keith Lee? Who, who is this Keith Lee? Smoking a, a and the pipe. other daughter's like, You don't know who you don't know who Keith Lee is? Father's like, no. Look straight in the camera. And then that's it. So instead of saying we missed the mark, now it's a you peon. We don't know you. How does that come across? Black-owned businesses dismiss it. Right. So you can't tell us nothing. So now, since we missed the mark, they missed a great opportunity because now everybody knows about it. Is now mm-hmm. a topic of conversation. Do we keep supporting these businesses that do this? That missed the mark? Is well, somebody put a comment in down here. Jen said, first impressions are lasting. And if I walk into your restaurant, whether you're black owned or not, I would love to support you. But if I walk in there and I'm greeted with what I feel is hostility, what I feel is dismissiveness, what I feel is like you feel entitled that you should be glad we're serving you. Like, you better be glad to be giving your money to me. That will be my last time coming there. I don't have to support you just because we both have the same skin color. Especially if food is good. I don't have to support you if we have the same skin color and you do not have good customer service. And I don't feel welcome. Thank you, Shalmet. If I don't feel welcome, like, we're not even, I'm not even fooling with that. Part of my job now is uh, I get to, I think it's wonderful. I get to work with a bunch of different new hires from medical doctors to nurse practitioners to uh, all of the administrative professionals and all of that in uh, the company I currently work for. And one of the nurse practitioners had to come, had to go to a particular place for training and she went. And so now she has to go to this other place for training. And so I'm getting her set up and she asked me, well, can I use a different uh, hotel chain? I said, well, we contract with this particular one. What's the issue? 
And she told me what the issue was. And I was like, okay, let me work to fix it for you. So when you come in the next time, you know, you will get the experience that you need. And if you don't get that experience, please give me a call back and let me know so we can rectify it for you because this is who we contract with, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, thank you so much. That was very accommodating. I appreciate you taking the time to, to, that's all it is. Customer service is making sure your customers are taken care of and to show appreciation to them for frequenting your business, whether it's a boutique, a salon, and don't get me on these hair salons nowadays, whether it's a boutique or a salon or, uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, we got to show respect. I don't even go to hair salons anymore because, first of all, I don't know what's going on with half of them where you have to have your own hair shampoo, but you're trying to charge me $150 for my hairstyle. Mm. Uh, no, ma'am. Again, I don't have to support you. I want to support you. Right. Make them feel heard. Make me feel heard. Make me feel appreciated. Like, like I give me the service I'm paying for. And so I think it's a double standard and some black businesses are amazing service. It's a place in Hammond. I'll shout them out. I can't think of the, I think it's, I can't think of the name of the place. They have amazing food and really good customer service. If, if the line is busy, they'll tell you pull right over here, ma'am. I'm going to have your food out to you in a minute. It may take about five minutes. You want something to drink? You know, so they cater to you. They're in a very busy spot and they stay busy. It's like three people working in there, but they do fabulous. I love it. Can't, that needs to be the consensus across the board. But unfortunately, we know it. We see the mom and pops. It's no excuse if you don't have marketing dollars. Remember that show, Sweetie Pies? Mm-hmm. People were wrapping um, yeah. up to go to Sweetie Pies, right? Mm-hmm. And she kept it her style and her way. But it wasn't just the food that people kept coming back it for. Service. It was the service, it was the camaraderie, it was the friendliness, it was the way it felt like family. It felt like going to grandma's house. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I think Sweetie Pie still is a business. I don't know, but I know that lady got stupid rich off of it. It's not a business anymore. Is she even still, she's still alive, huh? I, it, it, it's I a little, it's a little miss behind it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah, we, we gotta, okay. yeah, it's some the stuff on went down. Yeah, the son oh. killed yeah, the nephew with yeah. prison or something, yeah. Oh, it got tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just opened up one in Jackson, Mississippi, and had to close it. Uh, I said, Gia said they want to run them down and pay them too. Yeah, we got to work on that customer service. So here's my advice to small businesses, small black businesses. I have one myself. I have a few of them, but one of them in particular, where I have to be face to face with the public, is Adiel and Renee, where we do products. If someone came back to me and said, Cheryl, I didn't like that sugar scrub. It, you know, it did X, Y, and Z. Uh, all my products are really natural, so. Unless you have a nut allergy, then of course it won't affect you. But if someone came back, like I think one time my body butter separated, I'm going to replace that for free. I'm not going to charge you for another body butter. I'm just going to replace that product because apparently my preservatives broke down in that. I'm sorry. And I usually try to tell people how to store body butter and all of that. But if it if it broke down, whatever happened, I would replace that. With no uh, no problem. I'm not going to give my customers grief because my product broke down. So I said, I got to get some more scrub too. Thank you. I got to get all that stuff up and running. But yeah, we have to do no nut allergies. I love it. <laughs> My mind went to a, a very uh, dirty place for a minute. Sorry, y'all. I'm back. <laughs> I'm Here we go again. It's, it's the mic. It's the mic. Yeah. So, the so mic. do we do we continue to give them more so more chances because 
we've had bad experiences with African-American or Black businesses, and we've had some not-so-great experiences with the other cultures as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether whether it's uh, the nail salon, whether it's the the beauty shop that's not owned by us, or whether, come on, y'all, come on, somebody. Uh, Right? Or whether it's somewhere else where where we're, uh, for instance, it was just on today, a whole group of people, black professionals and one Caucasian was kicked out of a place. They were mm-hmm. kicking black people out saying, hey, you're staying here too long. We need your table, get out. But there was no time limit. They had live shows going on. They had music mm-hmm. going on. And it was they were kicking the black folks out, right? So do you continue to patronize these, you know, what do we do? Because if we continue to patronize these businesses, do we give our black businesses another chance to give it right? We definitely do. Proper, you know, do we give the feedback? Are we receptive to the feedback? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We should, because in a community, we should be able to go to that person, that business and say, hey, I would really like to support you more. We should be able to have that conversation with our black business owners to say, hey, the community wants to continue to support you. What can we do to help your staff improve the customer service? What can we do to help you? Because we want you to be successful. I think that conversation needs to start happening. And thank you, ladies. We do like our mic very much in the girth of it. It's I got to figure out a name for it. So if y'all can think of a name for my mic, let me Big know. Willie. Big Willie. <laughs> Not Big Willie. That's overused. As Big Willie is overused. But look, it's a wiggle and everything. Mm. Y'all stop it. Y'all are so I'm gonna many. This. I'm an ish. <laughs> um, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I have to watch out for people lying and hating. If there's a solid proof, I can make my decision better from there. Okay. That's true, too. Yeah. Okay, that is true too. That is true. Too. Uh, you got some names coming, Big Mike. Okay, Big Mike, Chuck. Why Chuck? Chuck. Oh my God, I don't think I should ask that out loud. Anyway, mm-hmm. listen. So no, uh, the whole thing with Keith Lee. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad it happened. Living in Metro Atlanta, I say. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta's his own place. We we already we already know that Atlanta's his own place, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of different rules here when you go out to restaurants and things of that nature. And they do, unfortunately, treat the customers as if they're doing the customer a favor by being right. open. When in all actuality, we're actually coming out to support you. So, mm-hmm. like, if you listen to what Keith Lee was saying, um, God damn, I knew I shouldn't ask. <laughs> Y'all are too much. <laughs> well, you know, if you listen to what Keith Lee was saying, man, he said basically, um, they give we only we're only open for a certain set of hours mm-hmm. during this time of the day. That the restaurant is closed, even though the doors are wide open, music is playing. They said mm-hmm. they said that they were closed for a deep cleaning. When they found out it was him, they were willing to serve him. Mm-hmm. Um. And he his thing was all like, well, just because you know who I am now, don't don't switch up now. They right. told his mother like he went to one rest. I think that was old lady gang. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. They went to that's Candy Birch's uh mm-hmm. restaurant. And mm-hmm. and by the way, they dope. They dope. I love them. Mm-hmm. But went there and he said it was his mother and his mother-in-law, and I think it was his wife. Mm-hmm. And they told, and I think it was like a couple other people, they told him it was gonna be like a hour and a half, hour to hour and a half wait. Mm-hmm. Um they weren't taking to go orders. They said they wanted to focus on the customers there and, and not take away from the attention mm-hmm. of people calling in for the code. If you short staff, just say so. That don't right. make sense for you to turn away money. I, anyway, so he said again, he showed up to the restaurant. Oh, we have a table ready for you in five minutes. He's like, wait, I thought y'all it was an hour, hour and a half. They were going to switch things up because it's who it is. And that's what he's saying. Y'all can't be giving preferential treatment to people. He's like, all of us are paying, no matter what the status is, all of us are paying customers. Very true. Well, a celebrity could show up and yeah, he might drop a little something, whatever, but he might not be back for six months to a year. Mm-hmm. If you do right by these people, they'll probably show up, especially because how much they love brunch out here in Atlanta. They'll be there every Sunday. Sunday. Not only that, they'll tell their friends and they'll give you a good review. And oh, then... no, nobody's coming alone or just with one day. Yeah. They coming <laughs> with that's right. Crews of people, especially if it's good. That's the and best was... marketing tool. Word of mouth. You if have it's to good. Give a better ex- it's an experience. Right. Not just because yep. your food is good. What is the experience like? I I tip based on it. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a all right, I'm gonna start. Here and, and I can go up based on your service or I'm going down. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I walk out of there and you got five dollars on the table, just know you wouldn't shit. Very true. And I got two comments here. Jen says it's about gaining and retaining. You can get me there, but with ratchet service, I'm never coming back. And Shalmet added, sorry, got to be the same across the board, right? A period has got to be the same across the board. You can't treat the celebrity client customer better than your regular, like you said, Joe Smoke. Joe Schmo got more. Pull in the community because guess what? Joe Schmo gonna go tell Bobby and that your service was wacky shit. And then Bobby's gonna tell somebody, and then after a while, you're not gonna have any business. Okay, I'll tell you experience I had at a restaurant in Bogalusa. It was owned by people of color, not a black person, but people of color. And uh we were sitting, me and my team waiting to be served. And as we're waiting to be served, I had a, a glass of water, and one of my uh co-workers noticed a roach crawling around, I mean swimming in it. And we hadn't gotten our food yet. We only had the chips. Well, excuse me. Wait, we wait, only had what? I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't go eat yeah, there. No, we. I don't eat there anymore. So anyway, no. uh, so the appetizers. That's all we had on the table. And they so wouldn't acknowledge me. Over, right. We called over the wait, the wait, the waitress, and we said, "Hey, you know what? We had ordered food, but it hadn't come yet. We was like, stop preparing the food. There is a you know a, a roach in my water, and." we decided we're not going to eat here. And then, so she said, hold on, let me get the manager. I'm so sorry this happened. Manager comes out. He proceeds to tell us that they had recently exterminated and blah, 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 blah. I understand all that, but sir, we haven't even ordered our food yet. We're going to leave. We're going to go. He was like, well, you still got to pay for your drinks. I got a water and it has a roach in it. We out. He said, how did I know? No, he said, he got upset. You people are always causing trouble. How did I know you didn't bring the roach in yourself? Mm. What? What'd you say? What did you say? Mm. 
it's okay, sir. I took a picture of that rodent in my glass of water and I put a post up on Facebook and I explained what had happened. I don't think those people had people had anybody at their business for a good month. The owner called me back and said, I am sorry. I how can we rectify this situation? Because I, I this would never have happened had I known, you know. Um, so there's no way to right. There's really no way. Call, baby. I was so hot. We was oh, we were hot up in that restaurant that day. And so I had run into a, a lawyer that was in there. And she was like, "Go ahead and call the Department of Health too and let them know," which I did. Uh, better be um, better business bureau. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I did. And so uh, they do have. They do get business. They have business now. I don't eat there. Um, it's mm. but yeah, you people like you what? Mm. I mean, you have a thriving business. You should be trying to rectify this situation. Okay, you exterminated, blah, blah, blah. They started a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I'm telling you, I walked in and I stood there for 10 minutes uh, at the door. Mm-hmm. And me and I want to say, it was bruh. And they would not acknowledge us. They didn't say, hey, mm-hmm. y'all want to sit down, want to eat nothing. Right, that place. You know, so- it's something that Dr. King said in mm-hmm. one of his final speeches. Um, is is redistribute the pain. You don't have to get ugly. You don't have to come out of character, but you're doing just right. When they start missing money, when they start missing, and they have to come back and beg and be humble, that's mm-hmm. redistributing the pain to them. Pocketbook first and everything else. So perfect. Great job. Yeah. Don't eat there anymore. But it was a mm-hmm. great way that you did that. I'm so proud of you for redistributing the pain mm-hmm. because it's the only way that they listen to you. So you hit them in the pocketbook. That Very hurts. True. And here's the crazy part. That's the only time I ever had a post get shared over 250 times. <laughs> Shut them down. Like I didn't even play. It was so yeah. bad. And when I went to the my team and I went to the restaurant across the street from that restaurant. When I tell you they rolled out the red carpet, it didn't matter where I went in, in, in that town after that. It did not matter. When I tell you they was like, that lady, I don't that lady, you better roll out the red carpet. And I tell you, I, I have gotten uh A1 treatment ever since. Cause I guess they said, no, she she wasn't playing. She did exactly what she said. And I told them what I was about to do and how it was gonna affect them. Ross, but we can't tell you on the we can't put the name out. Um, no, we could not. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you can give it to some, you know, maybe you can hit us in DMs or some somebody. I miss maybe you. Look, why ain't no and half the people over here coming on the uh, ATU podcast, they don't know who I exactly who it is. And why I've been trying to understand because the whole time I worked, now, I don't the, know who it is. Oh, yeah, it was no, always no. like a Friday treat. Everybody always wanted to go to that place. So when I finally tried it, and I'm like, they wouldn't even acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. Me and bro, man, I went back to folks were steady. We finna go the other. Didn't I just tell y'all they don't? Okay. Mm-hmm. That part. So, mm. so yeah, that's my story there, and that's another group of colored people. They just not the, they're not you know black people, but sometimes that's another story for another day. How people of color discriminate against other people of color but expect for us mm-hmm. to support their businesses but they don't want to support our businesses oh that, i'm not gonna touch on that one right now because that's a nerve that mm, that's a ner- that's 
See, that's so, that, so that's we that have nerve to, for me. We have to learn how to bring community together. So, for mm -hmm. instance, uh, I'll um, say this before we go. Mm -hmm. If if y'all keep talking about Spotify and y'all keep talking about uh, uh, Apple Podcasts and, and I mean Apple Music and, and Google Play and all, and you ain't got a, a beat up NC radio on your phone, don't talk. That's I, I have you, it on my phone. <laughs> I know I told you, bro. It's free and it's ours. It's all black. I love it. It's our people. I love you can't it. Can't say you support your folk, man. If you ain't got that, bro. And we're yep. actually doing what we can to to fine tune everything on it to cater to the to the people to our listeners. Right. So good again, deal. good deal. Good deal. It's, <laughs> you can't say you support your folk if you ain't got the app BWNC Radio. Black with no chase. Matter of fact, if you black don't with know no chaser, about right. black with no chase, just go look up black with no chaser and you'll find mm -hmm. out all the different avenues. Right. That's great. And you'll learn this is where the movement is at. And just watch I'm us asking these other folks to do stuff is. for you. Yeah. It's coming. Just watch us. What they say, black. don't believe me. Just watch. What was, what's that black, song? Black with no chase. Black with no chases radio. Y'all download the app today. We're actually about to get out of here. We have been talking well support bedroom curves. That was Bruno. Bruno Mars. Give me some more information on that, Shamit, so we can put the links and stuff up for it. Um, yeah, but we're doing great things. Black with no chases radio. The entire I am well media group is on there, including all things undone podcast. Uh, I am well podcast. Oh, I, I don't even like the name of my dealer. I got you. Part. I got you. Yeah, dude, name this, them. Hit it, hit it 10 a.m. I am more media group is, is, is our block. That is our block. 10 a.m. every single day is a different show from I am more media group. Seven shows, seven days. So this episode will actually air 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. Sunday, right. she talking tea. Monday, I am more podcast. Tuesday, all things undone podcast. Wednesday, Breaking Barriers podcast. Thursday, Underground Sports Kings. Friday, Dylan's Dive Bar. And then Saturday is the newest show, Core Queen Podcast with our girl, D.D. Leggett, man. What's up, D.D.? 10 a.m. Every single day, another podcast goes going to drop. And then, of course, like I said, it's dope music all throughout the day. Black all throughout with the no day. Chaser. Black with no chaser. So, black, no chasers radio. And That's then I'm right, gonna tell you right, right now another secret they Not just dropped midnight to 4 a.m. Eastern. So it's 11 to 3 Central. Mm. That's when the slow jams kick in. Uh, Thank you, Shalmet. She put it in our mic. in our group chat for the All Things Undone podcast, BWNC. Thank you. Y'all check that out. We are mm. about to be out. Make sure you all thing. join us on next Saturday, 11 11 for the Cocktails and Connections in Atlanta, Georgia, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard mm -hmm. Time. We're going to be live as well on Facebook. Uh, what else we want to say before we get out? Yo, the, tickets is yeah, the link is oh, on the page. Tickets $5. Yeah. Link on the page. We love y'all. We appreciate mm -hmm. y'all. Please like, thing. share, invite your friends, and go Jonathan. because he said one more Yes, thing. last thing is, hey, uh, tomorrow a lot of communities are having, uh, having elections. So go out, vote in your local elections. They, this is going to count for where you are living. So mm -hmm. just don't vote on the national stage. Vote for what's going on in your communities and make a difference. Okay? So too well, many of our people have yeah. this, this vote, this set, this round of voting is what will set up 
for the national mm -hmm. voting later on. That's right. Everything when so, it comes to your voting starts in your community. That's right. You Let me hype my community voting. really quick. Um, Kelvin mm -hmm. May is running for state representative in the Washington Parish area. I, I got to shout out Kevin May um, and, and Mrs. Jamie May. They have oh. always supported not only me, but they're a big support in the community. So uh, I'm not telling you who to vote for. Go look at the ballot. Consider him. Even if all you do is pray for that man and his family, um, I'm so happy he decided to run. So that's my shameless plug on uh, the political side of things. That's about as political awesome. as I'm going to get. Y'all have a beautiful night. We are yes. about to be out of here. Talk later. Yeah. Bye. Take us out, Wayne. <laughs>